Eric, what's happening? Yo! <laughs> that's the energy I'm talking about. That's um, right. That's right. <laughs> Let's go. Are you a salad guy? Uh, I don't think anybody is like. Defi- I mean, who? who I'm a salad who guy. I am a salad guy. But, you- but I'm saying, like, who is who's definitively not a salad guy? <laughs> oh, that's like, a good point. Yeah, you don't. Who want among it. us can stand against salad? Right. Well, you know what kind of salad I love is the salad bar salad, and a good salad bar. Bojo's. They have sliced beets, and then they you can always uh, finish your salad off with chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding. <laughs> that's true. The chocolate pudding is a real funny little wrinkle in the salad bar. But yeah, <laughs> Bojo's does have it all. They have it. They have an A plus salad bar. That's what I about them if you go there if i go there i fill up on salad i don't overeat the pizza otherwise i will have like three total boat pizzas with all of the like bread thing i just feel complete shame but this is the strangest yeah this is the strangest like uh live filled flex of all time like there's no way that i watch you fill up on salad and put ham on that pizza <laughs> well that's what it is it's not the healthiest salad but that's a compromise like, the salad has to meet me halfway there eric <laughs> Welcome in, everybody, obviously, to the DMVR Nuggets podcast. I am Adam Adas. I'm joined by Eric Weedham. You know him as D-Line Co. He is our designer. What is your title at DMVR? Uh, designer. Des- okay. <laughs> no. You know, I would go as far as to say chief designer. Oh, well, that's nice. I appreciate that. You just got a uh, promotion there. Um, today we are go- we were presented by Illegal Pete's, home of the stir, Eric's favorite thing. Uh, delicious, Col- another Colorado state. We got all the Colorado brands. Today we're going to be talking about the state of the Nuggets. We've done a lot of pods, the four of us, the DNVR crew with Harrison and Brendan. We cut those scrubs. They're out. Now it's just me and you out. today. <laughs> now, like the Nuggets, we're doing this one very shorthanded. Um, and uh, I'll be the Jokic. You can be the uh, Vladko Chancho. We are going to talk about some big picture stuff and then also talk about how much we hate the Lakers ahead of tomorrow's night's showdown with the Lakers. But I want to start a little bit more broad, Eric. You are, first and foremost, a Denver Nuggets fan um, and fanatic. What have you enjoyed yes. most about this season so far? What I've enjoyed most about this season is that it's been uh, just success after success after success. And like even the parts where everybody was full of consternation and was angry about the, the way that things looked and the way things were going, we were still winning basically every game that we were playing and so (laughs) it's been it's been been like a really entertaining thing to just sit back and watch people manufacture uh anger about this team where we really have nothing to be upset about i mean the the games that that they've lost they've immediately bounced back and and hit us with a really inspirational performance uh Jokic is obviously um just the the number one story of the season like the way that's interesting to me you don't think so? I mean, he's just the way he's evolving. Like he's just uh, really coming into his own. Like it's it's really been a Jokic heavy season. We started off by everyone trying to psychoanalyze him. Me first and foremost, trying to figure out like what it is that was holding <laughs> him back from being who we all knew that he could be, and then just sort of watching him once once that uh, what is it December twelfth? What what's our day? What's December seventh. Well, December fifteenth is the official Jokic. December yeah, but once. Uh, once we cross that December 15th uh, line of demarcation, like Jokic has just been um, so much more than I ever thought he could be. I mean, he's just like so 
impressive. And he just gives me so much calm and so much excitement when I think about the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, you and Michael Porter, Joe, both. You both uh, you have a sense of calmness around Jokic. I, I, I like it. <laughs> So here's why. Here's what's interesting. It's the same with like we do game balls, and Jokic could have if if you were just doing it in a vacuum, who's the best Nugget? Like Jokic would have all but maybe ten game balls. <laughs> like, but we grade him Without on a question. curve. And and for me this year, I think Jokic has taken a real leap, and not forward, but like an actual leap over the last six to seven weeks. That in just so encouraging because I didn't know if he had another leap in him. I thought he would get better, just not a leap. And I think he's made a leap. I agree that that's been a big storyline, but to me, the, the defining trait of this season has been Michael Porter Jr. I mean, he, it's obviously been such a smaller impact on everything that's happened because he's only played in like 20 games or whatever. But, um, but to me, it's like I have a hard time picturing this team without him. And I pictured this team without him all the way up until like two months ago. I, I was going to say, I mean, you could probably picture the team currently if you wanted to have a well, that's, Yeah, that's true. A few. <laughs> no, but let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I told Harrison this the other day. I was like, four MP just never thought about him. Like, he was out of sight, out of mind. And I was like, okay, can this team win a championship? Maybe it takes whatever. Now, and I go, like, I can't picture them winning a championship without him. Like, how good he can be. Oh, yeah. Another guy that's a yeah i don't know i mean i think it's hard to for me i imagine next season will be the michael porter jr season like the addition of michael supporter jr is alluring and appealing but i I just can't put it above the ascension of Mm. nikola Jokic. like nikola Jokic at this point in time has turned into that player that the one player that you need to be the cornerstone of of an actual actual championship contending team which you know i there's not a single matchup that comes up now that i have any doubt in nicole Jokic. like i just know that he's gonna rise to the occasion i know that he's gonna give us exactly what we need um that i know that he can take six other players and defeat <laughs> uh like a a, a hated div- inner divisional rival in utah which hasn't happened right. in years and years and years and, and like i mean like I, I don't know how it could be anything other than Jokic. i mean mpj is just like a, a tantalizing treat on top of that he's just sort of a cherry on top he's but. the dessert yeah the dessert that yeah. feast um i yeah, think man. i think he'll be more than that before long but you are right you are you are right that like if you just talk about like what has been the most important thing it's yeah it's Jokic and taking that step forward and um <laughs> the game winners i mean it's almost getting to a comical point right now where it's just like it's so it's really ironic to me eric because the story on the nuggets if you ask the experts they say well they need a closer but it's two years in a row now that they've been the most clutch team in the nba and it's like i do think there's some luck to the clutch thing because there's so few minutes that like every make really swings whether or not you're clutch or not but at the same time they have a pretty good sample size going right now and every time we watch them in the clutch it's like oh yeah there's murray and Jokic just looking like superstars yeah, but I, I mean the, the the experts, as you say, they want the the shot from half court. They want the three point step back. Like they've got those like, this year. <laughs> they've got the somber soft shuffles and the like. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I but just like the, Jokic, uh, Jokic just has such a workmanlike uh, approach to all of these. It's like you don't even question the fact whether or not they're going to go in. They just go in and you just take it for granted. And you move on with your life, and it doesn't have the same impact for some reason as dame lillard hitting one shot from the logo so i i don't really understand it i mean a, a lot of it is just like this this uh inferiority complex that we're all struck with but um 
you know, I, this narrative, I mean, it can't live on. It can't survive. I mean, Jokic is doing everything. Mean, there's just no way it's going to stand up in the face of, of what Jokic is actually doing. Um, so I see you t- tweeting. So Mel Tucker has left Denver <laughs> or see you. Wow. Ouch. That hurts. That Wait, what? Just, Mel Tucker. I thought you just tweeted about it. No. Did I just tweet about it? No. While we were talking? No, I've been, I've been, uh, oh. poisoning the, uh, well, the, I just saw, uh, like maybe it was somebody else then that looked like it was you, but yeah, I guess Mel Tucker just <laughs> left CU. What a, what a, what a huge bummer, but, um, neither here nor here there for this podcast. So. Um. Wow. The group chat is going off. I better mute this because it's going to be. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. That really blows. <laughs> that really blows. Wow. Well, you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to tune into uh to uh DNVR buffs <laughs> tomorrow. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be emergency podcasts, but oh my god, what a what a bombshell to drop over recording this. But the fans here want to talk about Nuggets, so let's keep it moving, Eric. Um, what are you most looking forward to the rest of this season? Uh, the DNBR bus timeline tomorrow. Uh, I'll talk about I think first and foremost. No, what am I most looking forward to? I'm most looking forward to um, just the the, the Nuggets go. I, I, last year was the most fun I've ever had with any franchise. I think ever. I mean, including the Broncos, where the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I had a, like such a good time with that team the entire year, but. There's something so satisfying about watching this Nuggets team grow from absolutely nothing um, and just rise up and actually hit, you know, some of the strides that we all thought that they we never just we never thought we could. Yeah. Um, and so, I, you know, I just can't wait to just watch that happen again like that. The second half of the season, I think you said, uh, just goes into like super fast motion and it, everything just starts hitting it. Games start happening one after the next. The importance level starts rising. And um, I just can't wait, man. Like, it was so fun last year. Remember that? Like, it was that very fun. Yeah. Oh, it was – playoff basketball is, like, a real blast, man. Like, the atmosphere, the intensity, just it's so oh – being there God. is just, like, incredible. It is It is really incredible. an adrenaline rush. It's like skydiving. I've never been, <laughs> I mean, but I imagine. I, know. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I, I imagine it's absolutely nothing like skydiving. I think it's it was, everything uh, like skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> it was exciting i'll give you that much <laughs> um all right let's take a break um today we're talking about the breck avalanche amber ale do you have a favorite breck beer oh it's without question the mile high city man that is dude people I, I are like, loving the mile high city people are loving I, it i legitimately love it yeah. it's so good like it it, it um I, I call it the, the most considerate beer of oh it's so considerate it's a gentleman it, it just well, it like shows up. It like comes in with it full of force and flavor, and then uh, it like gets you drunk, and then it just like <laughs> leaves your tongue. It just like leaves your tongue. Uh, has a nice clean finish, and it, it just leaves, uh, and it's on its way. It's so considerate. It's it like you uh, the rest of the day. <laughs> it's like that magnetic friend that you know. You, every time they're in the room, you're just buzzing. The lights come on, yeah, and everything's yeah, just great. Yeah. And then it just and then they just leave. They don't leave a mess. They just just take off. What kind, like, of friend, oh, what kind of friend is the Avalanche Amber? Uh, the I to be honest, I don't have that much experience with the Avalanche Amber. I need to spend a little more time with it. Ooh, I, it's I, like I, a I, mysterious I, friend that uh, yeah, I, you'd I, like to get to know better. I've gone in heavy on the Strawberry Sky. I've gone in heavy on uh, the uh, Vanilla Porter Junior. Um, yeah. And for whatever reason, I, I've not given as much love to this to the Avalanche Amber. Ale, you so oh, you I'm don't like Pearl Jam, do you? I'm going to out you as a Pearl Jam hater. 
Please do. <laughs> I think we were talking about Pearl Jam's a great band. I was going to make a Pearl Jam off he goes reference, but it's not going to work. I was being ridiculed the other day at DNVR headquarters for liking Pearl Jam. Called a dad. Called a dad, which I am. But I was called a dad for like, I just can't believe that. Pearl Jam's great. DNVR, people think I have bad music taste. No, I have great music taste. You guys all, you, you youngins all have terrible, terrible music taste. I like, I'm if I included in that uh, you youngins dig that you just oh absolutely uh, absolutely <laughs> how much older than I um I don't know like five years <laughs> seven years I don't know what's up guys Ryan Konigsberg here and I gotta tell you about the Blake Street Tavern it's my favorite sports bar in town as evidenced by the fact that we had our fantasy draft there it's where I watched Super Bowl 48 it's where I watched CU win a Pac-12 basketball championship back in the day uh, it's the place to be for any sporting event. It's the biggest bar in town. I always joke you could land a 747 in there. It was named the National Sports Bar of the Year in 2017 by Nightclub and Bar Magazine. It wins Best Sports Bar in Denver seemingly every year from Westward and anyone else that's voting. It's the place to be. Uh, they've got great specials and the food is out of this world. I recommend the nachos, the green chili fries, uh, the buffalo chicken wrap, you name it, they've got it. And the location is perfect. Just two blocks north of Coors Field, and they have parking. So go check out the Blake Street Tavern. All right, let's turn our attention now to the of Nuggets fans. And the reason I want to bring this up, Eric, because you are, first of all, I mean, you we, we're all fans over at DNVR, but you are like the fan of the fan over at DNVR. Oh. Like you, you get to go crazy. I, I uh, think of my um, just my contribution to the narrative over at DNVR is that I'm the mouth breathing fan. <laughs> like, like I, 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 like I'm not, I'm not uh, encumbered by like logic or um, you know, like trying to be fair minded about things. Like I just, I love to be. I mean, when I watch sports, it is as visceral as it could possibly get. I spend the rest of my life in my head and trying to be logical. I try to be you know, even keel and, and, and balanced. And when it comes to sports, like absolutely not. No, yeah. Absolutely not. You're the brainstem part of the brain of the, uh, <laughs> like it's brain. Just like the with, visceral, without just question. like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> without question. Yeah, without question. Um, so what would you say? So I, the reason I asked this, what is the state of nuggets fans right now is because it's interesting. Like there's no TV broadcast or there is, but only on direct TV. I mean, it's very difficult to get. Um, but, the team when I were at the game the other day, Denver's down twenty three, and they went on like a five zero run, and the crowd was like, I'm, "We're with it, we're ready." I just thought it was such a great crowd because the crowd like needed the tiniest little bit of like, you know, hope, and they were there. And I, I, I'm a big believer in this stuff, Eric. They hit back to back to back three pointers to to basically catch up at the end of the third quarter, and I felt like a lot of that had to do with like the crowd. They were playing great. The players get all the credit, all this and that, but. Like the crowd was willing those shots in. It was just like they were ready for it. They just were like, "Oh yes, we we we're having this." Like we're, we're, they were just so excited and ready for it. And the momentum built. And then when Monte shot that like forty foot three pointer, oh it was just like, "Oh, that's definitely in," because the whole crowd was ready for it to go in. Uh, Did you feel uh, that I, way? I mean, oh, when you say they, you mean I, I'm you? Part of they. <laughs> yeah. you say, yes, I was up there yes i would like i was i was willing that shot in but yet the second it left his hands i was like that's in that's money that's good i mean the, the nuggets have given us absolutely no reason to not to not believe in them ever i mean they, they come right. back from everything like yeah, the, this team is so true. this is actually true very true 
Like, I, I mean, I, I tweeted something about, uh, you know, the fact that we were about to get blown out by 20 from the team that we knocked out of the playoffs the last <laughs> year. And then almost immediately, you know, uh, the Nuggets, like, or, and then I made another snarky comment about the, the Nuggets uh, going on a little run to get within a respectable 18 down. <laughs> and then, it, and and then they just went off. Then they just went off. But like, you know what's funny? Actually, we, so we were at the perch, which we always hang out. Well, outside one section, section 144, we're making our own little, like, DNVR club hangout. So if you, if you, if you perch, dig baby. DNVR, hang out at the perch at halftime. It's actually really fun. People are starting to make friends. Like, that's what we want. Bring people together. For, even if it's only for totally. ten minutes, and uh, you greatest know. part of the yeah. yeah, the greatest part about the perch is that I I always try and implore Adam and Harrison and Brendan to give us uh, their take on the game, um, and then this last game uh, where we were down by quite a bit at halftime, I was like, hey Adam, uh, what what's the prevalent thought here? Like, what, what's going on in the first half? And then Adam just looked at me and shook his head. He's like, I don't know. Uh, they made. Six threes, seven threes. Yeah. I really thought it well, was that late. And I, on, on rewatch, I was kind of, I, I was kind of, um, I think I was right about this. Like I didn't hate the way Denver played. I thought they played okay. Oh, you just hundred percent right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, they're doing all right. It's just, the Spurs aren't missing right now. A couple of weird bounces. I mean, like there was a, there was in that game there was like three or four. Denver had like a deflection, dives for it, misses, and the ball rolls directly to a guy open for three. And it was like, oh, oh, okay. So it's just like, you know, sometimes that stuff happens. But um, here's the thing I wanted to say is we're at the perch. And some of this is like guys psyching themselves up. But most people there were like, I still think we're going to win this. And totally. And look, that there's a lot of fanness there, like a lot of fans like wanting to believe so they're going to believe. But at the same time, I just don't think that was the case a year and a half ago, two years, like before they started to get over the hump. And this team is now like not just over the hump. There really is a thing to them where it's like, yeah, we're just we know that group is so good that if they have a good 10 minute stretch, they're going to win the game no matter the circumstance. Yeah, I, I think that I really think it comes down to the bedrock of Nicole Jokic. Like, yeah. You can't you can't break this team because he at a certain point will even if he it's not him directly yeah leading off the charge it's just something about his presence and the fact that he's always there he's always steady you can always count on him to make the right play and then it wills players like Jamal Murray uh, into you know like being able to to rise to the occasion and but th- there's just something about having that like that that backstop um, yeah. and it just can't be over it, can, it just cannot be overstated nicole jokic is just like the the greatest thing that's ever happened to me as a, as a fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a great he's such a great centerpiece for this team man i mean i really think is there any player in the nba you would rather have than him for denver i mean uh, specifically you know, for denver i mean yeah, in a vacuum sure like lebron or whatever but i'm just talking about he's a perfect denver star yeah, leg- I mean, legitimately no. Like, I, I, I legitimately, I, I don't think I would trade him for almost anybody in the NBA. I, I don't think that I would trade him for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I don't think I would. Like, I, I mean, granted, like my uh, everything I say comes from the uh, the place of a mouth breathing fan, as I've explained. <laughs> but, but I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Giannis makes the rest of the team better. Like, I don't think. Well, that, I mean, they are like forty eight and seven or something right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, I listen. I understand how ridiculous that sounds. I'm just saying, like, um, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just yeah. love what he brings to the team, and yeah, and, and and perhaps Giannis is the wrong example because he's also probably somebody that um, sparks a small. Uh, I, I I always wonder this: if Giannis came to Denver and joined Jokic, like, who would be the star? I mean, they both would be very popular, but like, 
Is Jokic so ingrained in the team that people are, or is Giannis just the like he looks more like the star? I mean, he looks like a Terminator and he dunks on people. I'm really curious about that. Yeah, I, when you're saying this out loud, I mean, I, I yeah, Giannis is definitely. I, I would probably trade Jokic for Giannis. <laughs> but but honestly, I don't know that you would for this one reason. Is your odds go maybe marginally up? Maybe they don't. By the way, I'm not. I'm. I'm you know me. I'm on Jokic Island like through yeah. and through. But maybe not. But yeah. yeah, there's Jokic is our guy, and he's such a. I mean, he's just such a lovable. No, he's our too, guy. You know what I mean? He's our guy. So it's weird to be like, oh yeah, someone else's kids are cool, cooler than my kids or whatever. <laughs> um, but I think the same. Like it, it's interesting. The Murray MPJ Jokic dynamic because one of the pleasant surprises of this season has been I really worried that MPJ saw himself as like a number one get out of my way whatever and like I, there's just no signs of that there's no evidence that he's that guy he actually seems like he loves Nikola Jokic like he really genuinely enjoys him and to me I look at that and I go like oh man this is so great because that's what you want you want synergy between your best players I have to say, yeah, absolutely. Like the 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 idea of Michael Porter Jr. coming in being this guy that's been the number one on every team he's played. Granted, it's been for a total of like seven games total. Um, <laughs> yeah. He would just come in and be that like you know that like uh, grumpy NBA superstar and would yeah. sort of disrupt things. But I've been so impressed with the way that he's handled himself. Like he always does the right thing. I mean, you never know with the way uh rookies come into this league and who, what they actually end up turning into yeah. once they get paid and like once they like totally turn into monsters like uh, kevin durant being a good example um so who knows like maybe his ego will swell up and overtake but at this point in time like he's the he's just like such a great addition yeah. every part of it I, uh, it's it's it is fantastic mpj like and then murray's an interesting one because um him and Jokic obviously have such chemistry on the court Murray's just the one that I, to me, I, and this is probably a little bit of my own bias, but to me, he's going to be like, if this thing works out, he's going to be the elite third wheel. He'll be the second wheel, I think, this year and maybe even next. But and maybe they can. That's enough to get it done. But to me, I, I, I don't know. That's that. That's the interesting one for me. He's been so great over this last stretch and obviously last game, like. No way Denver wins that one without how he plays. It's so, and actually, maybe that's where I should go with the Murray conversation. It's just so encouraged by his up, his like good moments. And say, I, I hate to say it, but I think he has been inconsistent. There's time for him to be consistent the rest of the year, but there have been like good Murray and bad Murray. But man, the last four games have been good Murray, and you're just like, my God, this dude can be a a true star. Like at his best, he really is a true star. Without question, I, I I really think that he's been playing with injury all year. I like, think so too. You, yeah, I, I think mean, so too. You know, you remember. I mean, remember this is a guy that played an entire rookie season with a torn abdominal muscle and didn't yeah. like it didn't come out till at the end of the year, um, and he just has looked heavy and when when he's running, he's looked labored. Um, having this time off, I mean, he still looks. <laughs> He still looks injured, unfortunately. That's very but, concerning um, that he was off for 10 games, like three weeks. No doubt. And he came back and was like immediately still hobbled. And you're like, oh, how much time do you need no off? No doubt. <laughs> uh, I know. And then between he and Gary, like who also seems to be injured all the time, I, I was just saying like – our core is strained. Like our, <laughs> our, 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 our beloved, our beloved core is like 
constantly hurt. Like, uh, yeah. it's, it's a strange dynamic. But then, but then, look what Murray is able to do. It's Murray is it, it, remarkable. He's mentally tough, man. He really is. I mean, he really does have it. Um, uh, uh, you know, it, in just in terms of like willing himself to get the most out of whatever, um, <laughs> overcoming whatever obstacles are in front of his way. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. He's such a tough one. He's such a tough one to solve because he's so imperfect. But his good qualities when they're when they're on are just like so shocking they're just so like i mean he yeah. dominated that fourth quarter last night or two nights oh. ago he just like completely completely put away a pretty good spurs team that has like a handful of pretty good players and it was just like none of you guys matter no 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 and the, the, the other great thing about murray is that he's like a jerk <laughs> he's like our, he's <laughs> yeah. like our only he's our only jerk we have no we have no jerks yeah and he is a jerk sometimes you need a jerk right and it's like yeah. the best kind of jerk it's like your jerk yeah. it's like after a, a, a game like that that jamal murray goes off you can go on the twitter timeline and just see the opposing fan base just spewing so much venom about him and it is so delightful i love it, it, it nothing makes me feel better do you feel like you know the murray porter Jokic era like do you feel like you you have a grasp of what it is or do you feel like after one more year i mean you know, like mellow and AI, you, you kind of knew that team. You knew what it, like, it didn't take too long to kind of get to know them because they were veterans when they kind of came together. But Michael Porter's still a little bit young. Do you feel like you already know sort of what this team is about? Maybe not how good they're going to be, but just like who they are. Um, I don't. Well, yes, in that they are a team that is uh, has a really solid foundation in Nikola Jokic, and then yeah. all the other players play off of Nikola Jokic, and so if you can have players that can shoot and score and, and slash and play off of the strength of Nikola Jokic. Yes. Like I think we do have a good idea of like who, what this team is, what they look like. It's just like, who are the players around Nikola Jokic at the end of the day? <laughs> right. Yeah. Eric, the green solution has 17 Colorado oh, locations and an express checkout to get you in as fast as possible. Do you think that the, uh, solution the green solution to the mel tucker problem (laughs) i I almost forgot about the mel tucker situation man i think a lot of cu fans are going to be uh needing to hit up the green solution what a shocker this is really tough this would be like michael malone like just quitting i mean like the lakers job opened up guys sorry actually the michigan state's not even the lakers back if he went to yeah like detroit or something you're like what Seriously, you're gonna leave for that? Um, anyway, the green solution. Get on your phone right now. Go to the website mygreensolution.com. Order your flower, concentrate, edibles, topicals online, and head to the closest green solution for pickup. And use DNVR twenty as your code. You get twenty twenty percent off your entire purchase. Um, <laughs> the Mel Tucker thing. Oh, I gotta hop in the group chat after this. I'm very very <laughs> curious to see the disaster it is. <laughs> the DNVR group chat is. Uh, it's a fun place. It's a really fun place. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not too fun right now. Um, so we're going to talk about the Lakers now. And before I do, in your opinion, who is the biggest Denver Nuggets rival right now? Um, I, I, I mean, coming into the season, I would absolutely have said Portland, but I haven't really until Nurkic comes back. Like they're they're kind of dormant uh, as far as a rivalry is. That's is surprising concerned. to me. I don't feel that at all. I freaking really? hate Portland. Like, I really am rooting for them to lose out on the playoffs. Oh, oh, is that what that? Ca- I mean, are we just counting teams we're hoping lose as our as our rivals? Uh, well, I guess yeah, that is like how do you define it? But I, yeah, that's just what I mean. Is like which one really 
do you just really want to beat the most? And I don't know. It's a split between Portland and the Lakers for me. Really? Uh, well, I, I for me, it's Utah and Portland. And the Lakers, I don't really think of as the Nuggets' rival. Um, just because, it, yeah. particularly like this this version of the Lakers, like they don't they just were grown in a petri dish. They have like no yeah showed up one day like we don't have any connection to these play like i don't hate avery bradley or i mean i definitely hate kyle kuzma but they, they're uh, like the uh they were acquired you know like they for sure they're they're like uh, some giant corporation that just like acquired this oh. town it's like i don't those guys are just put on a hat for that organization yeah 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 it's like it's like a, a town was just dropped next year's and then they're supposed to be your big rival yeah. shelbyville next door but you know i don't even know these i don't even know who these people are like I, I don't know enough to hate them i just i don't like the idea of the of the lakers but like the seeing um portland and seeing utah like always gets my blood boiling it's funny how there's been a lot of over the over the last decade or so. It started with San Antonio. They had the whole built not bought when they were trying to, when they were going up against the Heat, and it was just really annoying. Every single one of those instances has been really annoying, and I don't want Denver to become that. But at the same time, <laughs> it is impossible not to notice the contrast between Denver and the Lakers. The Lakers have every advantage. They have a team that just like fell into their lap despite years of mismanagement, and Denver has like meticulously crafted this and. Um, I don't I really as as one of the like captains of the Denver Nuggets sort of fan base, I don't want to steer us into that stupid, annoying like billboard making shirt like, oh, built, not bought, heart, height or I don't know, whatever. Like, uh, but there is a contrast I want to draw. And that is just that, like, if the Nuggets are to win a championship with this team, I really think it's going to be so much more valuable and meaningful than what the Lakers could accomplish with this team. And I'm not saying, like, it's not valuable if they get a championship with LeBron. I'm just saying there's something, too, like, this goofy Jokic character came in as a second rounder and was goofy and aloof and didn't speak English, and we watched him grow up in front of our eyes. That's just, like, so meaningful. Yeah, of course. Like, this Nuggets team represents all that is good in the world. And, like, you want to believe that... You <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't take it too far. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to believe that things... If you do things the right way, you will be rewarded. You are... I definitely you know, don't believe like, that. You are, really? Well, you don't believe... Well, it's not that whether or not you do believe it. It's just you want to believe that that's yeah, you true. Want like, it if to you happen. treat people... If you treat people the right way, if you conduct yourself in the right manner, if you go through the steps of the way you've been told that you're supposed to go through them, you should be rewarded as opposed to just like, you know, like the rich kid showing up and cutting in line and then just like speeding off and, and yeah. somehow winning the lottery. Yeah. Right. Like the Nuggets, the Nuggets represent like the best of what um, just like true trial and tribulation is all about and like reaching new levels because you are smart i mean the, the, the most annoying part about the nuggets versus the lakers is that like you said the lakers have made the most atrocious decisions in the yeah. front office for the last four years in a row and they just sold out they got two they keep feeling upwards <laughs> top, yes they got two top three draft picks that three they turned three. into three and then how many zero of them are on the team right you're correct <laughs> Lonzo, Lonzo, D'Angelo, and Brandon Ingram were the three. <laughs> Zero of them are on the team currently, um, and somehow they got better by getting rid of three top three draft picks because they just traded in for other people's top draft picks. Um, it's disgusting. The Lakers make me sick, uh, and I just want to see the Nuggets succeed because good should triumph over evil. 
<laughs> well, that's not putting it too lightly. Um, <laughs> so, so with this game tomorrow, it's kind of what are you, what are you looking for? Last game before the All Star break, sort of what what, what are like what are you keying in? Oh, on? I'll t- I'll tell you what I'm looking for is I'm looking for a sea of Nuggets fans wearing Take That L shirts. Ooh, yeah, that is the shirt. Uh, that's the, the cr- official shirt of that one. You got to wear that one. That is the official shirt of playing the Lakers. It has the Lakers L right in the middle. It's simple. It's it, it's emblematic of um, all of these fan bases and all of these teams where you have fair weather fans that just hop on when the, the weather is sunny and bright. Um, and then, so I'm looking for the the Pepsi Center to hold its own and for it not to be t- overtaken by Lakers gold. Um, even though it, it totally will be, it totally but, will be. I was like, "Don't hold your breath." Um, it's funny <laughs> at the perch the other day. We were talking to a bunch of the perch regulars, and so many of them were like, "Yeah, I sold those tickets. Just made a boatload." And that's why people do it. It's not, it's not oh. for any other reason other than like you can buy a ten pack, sell the Laker tickets, and walk away almost even. Yeah, man. Like uh, the guy that I sit next to, I have season tickets. He told me that he already sold his tickets. He put them up for. Are, like the tickets are normally at face value, they're like fifty bucks. He put them up for a hundred dollars a ticket. So they sold immediately. He said that uh, tickets in the same section are selling for two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. And, yeah. But I don't care. I'm 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 still gonna go and I'm still gonna boo the Lakers. I love your prince. I love how principled you are. Do you feel that as Nuggets fans, they should be more principled for this game? I do think they should be more principled <laughs> for this game. Yell at him, <laughs> preach at him, Eric. I want to hear this. <laughs> There's literally nothing worse than going to a Nuggets game and being drowned out by opposing fan bases, particularly the Lakers. Like, who are these people? Why are they in Denver? Have they lived lived here their whole lives and decided to be fans of the Lakers because they were successful? These people shouldn't be rewarded. Uh, this, There's no doubt not- about it. There's no doubt about it. I, I really believe this. When you live in Denver, and especially if you've grown up in Denver – Rooting for other teams, especially teams like the Lakers, to me is like the the worst sort of like, why are you here? Denver is such a great city. It's such an incredible place. And it's like, what are you doing here? Please get away. Please move away. Go to any other city in America. Like just, just Colorado is too cool for you to be like a fan of that, like soulless, like Walmart. Well, perhaps uh, move to Los Angeles while you're at it. Since you're such a huge Lakers fan, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand the mindset. Like, uh, although um, I you know, genuinely I, think definitely... it takes a bad, like, a, a character flaw. <laughs> I know this is crazy. It is a character flaw. It like, is a character like, here's flaw the thing. I think you can like LeBron. Point. I think you can like Kobe or whatever. Like, there's th- there's those things, but there's just something about like. You know, even people that liked Tom Brady over the air, it's like okay, that's one thing. But when you're like a Patriots fan, it's like, what are you doing? What do you do? This is Denver. It's like an awesome, awesome, unique city. Like it's like a one of a kind. What are you doing? And not only that, like I, I think I told you a while ago, uh, like my Nuggets fandom that I've like really gone heavy is one of my proudest accomplishments in my life because they were so bad when yeah. I decided to like really get on. Well, that's not true. Like when I. I was really into them when I was a kid, and then I like really, really, really got into them this time around during that fifty-seven win win season. So yeah. perhaps I'm a front runner as well. But then they were uh, not good after that, and I just like somehow dug in deeper. I just like oh, decided sure. that this is. <laughs> but it's this beautiful, is be though. I think like that's the thing. That's that's the thing about like a city and a fan base. It's it's like 
you just love it. This is how I, we've talked about this in the group chat. So you've already heard this take, but like I am like so adamantly against in and out for one. Cause I just actually legitimately <laughs> don't think it's good. So I, it's easy for me to be against something that I'm like, yeah, it takes like every other burger, but I'm also just cause I'm like, Denver's a cool ass city, man. Where do we have to make it California? Why? We're cool. You know what? I, 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 I'm a little bit of a burger front runner. It turns out like uh, I, I was terrible. <laughs> no, I, I'm dead serious about this. Like, you know how like everybody likes like their grandma's chili. It's like, oh, yeah, like, oh my grandma has the best chili. And it's like, whatever. It's because it's your grandma. <laughs> to me, that's what Colorado is. It's like, it's my grandma's people are like, oh, you know what you should have is uh, McDonald's chili. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? Although I can say my, my grandma didn't, was not a particularly good cook. Uh, it was my mother. Um, so maybe, uh, <laughs> Maybe I've just been looking to fast food restaurants to fill a hole my whole life. I'm so just, just so like so, possible. I, I, I really think I am one of the most like over the top Denver like stands. I'm just a stand of the city. I think, I, think that, it's I think we're yeah. I think that's pretty clear through this conversation. Like In and Out is delicious. What are you I don't talking care. About? I don't care. I honestly like get out of here. Go eat a, go eat at Bocho's. Go eat at Santiago's. Go eat at you know Good what? Times. Yeah. You know what? Get the go f ahead. out. Go get the f out of here with your California pizza kitchens. I don't know that comes from California, but you know what? Get it out of here. Boo, boo that place. Uh, I just love this city. I want it to be unique. Um, but anyway, getting back to Lakers fans, I I really feel that exact same way about uh, about Beaver. I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Like, we, there's something so beautiful about suffering together with your city and succeeding together with your city. Of like, man, it's fun to walk down the street and be like, oh yeah, look at all of us wearing our Bronco shirts or Nugget shirts or whatever. Like, look at us, man. Look yes. at us. Who thought look we'd at, be here? Look at us. <laughs> I well, particularly with the Nuggets fandom is really unique. Well, maybe not. I mean, you know, if you're a Rapids fan, probably even more so. But there's something about like just uh, sort of having to band together because no one's talking about the Nuggets. Uh, they're not really in the hearts or minds of, of people, even in the city in Denver of Denver. And then I don't know, like to just like have it feel like so special, like you it belongs to you in a weird way. It, it, it's just been like, so um, it's like so undeniable. It, I just yeah. can't imagine it the other way where you just show up and like expect a championship every year. It just seems yeah. so. Oh yeah. It's so like my buddy, Anthony, who I love um, and do the Friday NBA show on locked on NBA. Uh, but he's that way where he's like, dude, you have no idea how bad these last six years have been. I'm just like, dude, what do you mean? What do you mean, man? <laughs> what are you talking about? You have no idea what sports are about. Like you just don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it austin texas resident anthony so uh, another one of those awful people um no so tomorrow though for the, from a basketball perspective like what do you see as sort of the key matchup well uh i mean the last time we played the lakers they didn't have lebron and we were able to beat them down the first time we played them it, i was like really struck by how just big that no and i wish denver had michael porter and barton because denver's kind of big now Denver's kind of long. They're not big, but they're really long. They do have the potential for being, I mean, the long boys, right? Like, yeah. I love the long boys. I like that people are starting to say it too. This is kind of, it's kind of hilarious. They are. They're the long boys. <laughs> the long Well, so, I mean, that's going to be the matchup, right? Like seeing how, um, you know, like at every position, the Lakers are, they're big, like every single position. But now we have uh, our man PJ Composure to, to stack up against their big, tall uh, one. And we have Grant is there. I mean, we definitely need MPJ to, to really round out the long boys. But, um, yeah. 
you know, I mean, that that's really what it's going to come down to is like, are the Nuggets able to stand up against just like a physical, um, I don't know, advantage that, that the Lakers possess, like yeah. a, a pure physical advantage. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what they have left in the tank because there are nine days off after this game, and it's much needed. I mean, this Nuggets team, especially Yoke, I think Yoke is like hitting a wall, uh, as is to be expected. He's been carrying them. But it's like, do they have just a little bit less uh, left to make a bit of a statement? Not a big one, but a bit of a big statement. The flip side of that is I think Denver – I can't imagine Denver being a front runner, even if they were the one seed. I think people would be like, "Well, they're not a real one seed; they're vulnerable in the one eight, whatever." Like people would say that, but I do think there's something to Denver being like just like last year, where they on the last night of the season it determines whether they're the second, third, fourth, or fifth seed. Like I just think that's the perfect spot, um, and then of course to win it and get the two seed. But I don't know. I don't want them to. I don't want it to, to get too loud too early. I guess. Yeah. Um... There is something about peaking early uh, and then, you know, sort of losing the hunger a little bit. My question for tomorrow is whether or not the Lakers care enough. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. going into a break. Like, are they going to be motivated? Do they see the Nuggets as like a true rival or at least a true challenger? (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, are they going to be like, I, I'm really curious to see the energy they come with. If they just sort of like roll in, uh, ex, you know, expecting the, the victory and uh, sort of go through the motions or I, I, I imagine that the Nuggets are going to be a lot more motivated and a lot more. Um, we'll just see a lot more out of them. They've just been so impressive over the last, you know, how, how, how long, like three weeks, four weeks where it just has ever since the injuries like really started to hit and we hit that like, like un believable and and indefensible like stretch of games where they had the back-to-back that started off with a late game that went into a back-to-back and then an early game in Detroit and then into another back-to-back and somehow they were like triumphant through that ridiculous gauntlet of games and um, they've just really dug deep uh, throughout that entire stretch and so you know I just can't imagine them taking their feet or their foot off the gas at all you know I I really think they're going to show us something I'm looking forward to my mini vacation, but I'm not actually looking forward to nine days off of basketball. That's a really long time. Whenever the Nuggets had like two days off, I'd be like, oh, what's going on? This is ridiculous. What's like, whatever. And so now like nine days off. I know there's an all-star weekend there, but like I'm not going to be watching. Uh, I'll probably watch all-star Sunday, but that's about it. Um, so I don't know. I'm just I'm, not, I'm sort of almost dreading that part. Once I get back from my vacation on Sunday and then I have to like Friday till they play, I'm just going to be like, oh, the longest week ever. Yeah, I consider me like I'm not going to Mexico. Also, like, I have nine <laughs> days off. I sit here in my own stew and my own juices. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, at least the abs are playing. <laughs> That's true. All right, give me a prediction for tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night, I think you know it's crazy. Like the the Lakers beat us pretty big the first time we played. We beat them really big the last time we played. So I got to think it's just going to be a tight, uh, a tight game, like hotly contested. I think, you know, I mean, what am I, hotly what do you con- expect? I hotly say? contested. <laughs> I think the Nuggets are going to win. Like, what I, I, like yeah. I'm not using logic here. This is pure heart. The Nuggets are going to win. They're going to win a close one, but it's, it's they're going to squeak it out. I, th- I don't see it. I think Denver, I think Jokic has already started to shot. I mean, look, he had, what, 19, 15, and 9 or something last game. Like, his numbers were ridiculous. But I thought he was a little stuck in the mud the last couple games where it, it just looked like it's catching up to him, and I think he'll be fine. I mean, you get nine days off for a reason, but I mean, he he looks like a guy that's like 
stumbling towards this this break and then is going to like be on the couch for five days straight just like icing his legs so i don't know i i there, there's it's one thing to sort of beat the i guess they beat the bucks shorthanded so i guess why not beat the lakers let's keep it going who knows let's go let's go why 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 would you doubt this team you're I, right I, until they give me reason to doubt this to doubt them i never will yeah well i already told when we booked this trip i told my wife i said we're going to watch this one thing is i know we'll be there but we're not actually starting the vacation until after the nuggets game so i will be watching live i'll probably be <laughs> tweeting live uh live from vacation we're gonna get out of here but first i want to tell you about denver rubber company eric we joke about this company all the time, but you want to know something? We get actual reviews from people that have gone, that go to Denver Rubber Company for things. They're like, wow, thanks for the wreck. I had no idea where I could get like snow plows and, and some of the other stuff they do. So, yo, listen, if you, if you need a custom gasket and you're just <laughs> out in the world, like wondering where you could get uh, blades custom slotted for your snow plow and you had no options and then somebody what, what, your friends at dnvr told you about a place you can get all of those items what i think this really tells people is how we read this read is how much of like we're not blue collar workers like <laughs> the fact that we're just like oh just, there's people that actually do need this stuff and we're always like that's crazy that's wild but no they're like people in the know no so denver rubber company and call 1-800-259-0010 visit drc first f-i-r-s-t dot com slash dnvr that way you let them know who sent you and you know what to get 